University of Utah, you're listening to Local for Locals, a KU radio production where we talk with local musicians, emerging artists, and underground visionaries. We cover new music, upcoming shows, and get to know the people behind the local music scene right here in Salt Lake City. I'm your co-host, Connor Nygaard. I'm your other co-host, Rennie Frazier. And today we are talking with Tallulah Davey, a singer-songwriter who makes uh, folksy and sometimes pop music. Thanks for coming in today. <laughs> We're excited to talk to you about your music. Um, do you want to get started by just introducing yourself and just kind of what kind of music you make? Um, so I'm Tallulah. I usually make um, more laid back music, so like acoustic stuff, um, acoustic folk pop. Um, I'm kind of moving more into the synthesized, more like more produced music. But as of right now, that's a majority of what I make. It's just me and a guitar. <laughs> yeah, I noticed the. Uh the song Lightning, that's a single, is like a lot more produced than mm-hmm. um, your album, uh, which is like a lot of acoustic, like more singer-songwriter-y, folksy stuff. So was Lightning made after that album? Yes, it was. Um, originally, I was planning on that song just being keys and my voice, but um, I kind of was playing around with it and decided to add more layers and had some help with that. I didn't really know... I don't really know a lot about production myself, but I do have a lot of friends that do, so it's that's kind of how it worked out. But I'm really excited to see what I can do with that in the future. I'm planning on taking some production classes and learning how to do that myself, um, so I don't need to ask for help. <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, as of right now, I'm just kind of making music and then seeing where I can take it. Is Lightning kind of like a hint at the direction of your next project? Um, are you planning on making more that um, like tie in with that song? Um, tying with that song, I'm not sure if I want to make, it kind of just depends, um, the new songs that I have ready, um, I don't see them being as produced as Lightning, um, but it is something that I definitely want to play with in the future, um, with new songs, after the ones that I've already written that are new that haven't been produced yet, (laughs) so, um, yeah, I, I really want to get into more production but not necessarily um the same kind of production that lightning had i just want to get into more instrumentation um i just like the sound of things when it's it sounds really raw um and i do love produced stuff as well but i just think that i personally sound better on the raw stuff than i do with more more production on on my voice but that's just me um and also probably bias from my mom too <laughs> but yeah <laughs> shout out to Lula's mom yeah. shout out yeah shout out Liza <laughs> do you want to talk about your lyrics sure I mean most of the stuff that I've I've written is coming from a space of like me writing those lyrics because of certain things that I'm going through at the time and it's kind of a reflection of that and like writing it out and how I'm feeling just makes me feel a lot better even if it doesn't make sense to a lot of people. Um, With my newer stuff I've kind of stepped into a point in time in my life where I am a little bit more content um, and that's definitely coming out more in my newer stuff which I'm really happy about Um, but I think it is really important to just kind of like play what you feel like and um, I mean, my lyrics are very specific, and so if I get into it, at least in my first album, my lyrics are pretty specific. With Lightning, it's a little bit easy to tell what's going on, but, um, but yeah, <laughs> most of it is, yeah, 
I don't know. <laughs> just like therapy, I guess. <laughs> Do you feel like as you get to a more content like mental state, you find it more challenging to write um, lyrics that have, you know, conflict and drama and like those relatable emotions? Definitely. I feel like it's it's harder to make stuff that is like I guess like a lot of people are looking for an emotional uh, sign of kind of yeah something that they can relate with and I do feel like that is going to be a little bit more difficult to draw that sort of relation because I feel like a lot of people like to listen to music that they can relate to um, but at the same time like I don't really find music as something that I do for other people and if people like it then they like it and if if it's if it's not relatable to them then it's not relatable to them but um if it's what I feel like writing then that's all that all that matters to me <laughs> you said you were writing some newer stuff what can we expect from that um well definitely um I have a few songs on the way that are more folksy there's one that is kind of like a I didn't want it originally to be very Americana and country, but it does kind of sound that way. Um, I'm not exactly sure if I want to re-record it yet. Um, I, I kind of just want to see see what I want to do because it's very different from my other stuff. I the, like, I, I feel like it would be kind of cool to produce something like that and just like have it kind of be all over the place and chaotic, but. Um, I would say you could probably expect like at least like two more folk songs and then after that more produced stuff like more not techno but like a little bit more electronic um I kind of want to move into that but not like keep it keep it kind of a balance of acoustic and not necessarily acoustic but like raw sound and production as well I don't exactly know <laughs> but yeah. Well, do you have any like production influences that like um influence like either the folk or the like more produced like more poppy sound? L production influences like people that I've worked with or like people that I look look up to kind of like like to sorry. <laughs> oh, just like, people you want to sound like. Okay. Like, uh, like inspiration. Oh, inspirations. Um, I guess I don't really have a lot of inspirations for my own music. Um. There's a lot of people that I really enjoy listening to um, that I don't necessarily want to, like, take influences from them. But um, I would say a lot of... I do want to incorporate more... Um, it's going to be a little bit harder in the new age now, but, like, I'm really into, like, classic, like, soul, soul and stuff. And I love the sound that you get off of... Even the mics that were used, um, I love like old tube mics um, to get that like really warm sound. Um, but yeah, that's probably I, I really like like Al Green, Stevie Wonder, Otis Redding. Um, yeah, I would say they're probably my biggest influences. Even though that I don't really make music that's like that, <laughs> I guess. But um, yeah. <laughs> Do you have any other uh, like more contemporary music that you're inspired by when you like lean into the more like electronic sound? Um, I really want to go into like doing some. I don't know if you know the band. I don't know if I'm saying it right, but Papoos. <laughs> Maybe I'm saying it completely wrong, but um, I really like the way that they um, incorporate um, like electronics and 
um, like raw sounding stuff, I guess. Um, if I were to ever do more electronics, I would start with the bass line. I would want to go into like more of like a funky kind of feel to it um, and like start with that bass line, a bass line that feels really like real and like something that people can get into and then build on top of that with the electronic stuff so it doesn't really feel like, um, I'm not saying a lot of music is like necessarily plastic nowadays, but I just want it to feel like um, like you're there while it's happening. Yeah, yeah, exactly. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if that makes any sense. <laughs> oh yeah, that makes a lot but, of sense. <laughs> sweet. Since you like touched on like kind of the process of like starting with the baseline a little bit, do you want to tell us about your production process? Like especially as like a solo artist. Um, with production, um, it kind of just depends on who you're working with because I uh, originally, um, I don't do self production. Sadly, I'll self-produce my demos and then take them places um but in the studio that I really like working with working in here um most of the time we'll just start with it sounds strange but just the acoustic guitar with a click track um I want to start with the bass but with most of the songs that I have been writing which is like folk um it it feels better to me when I'm like used to playing it on just with me and guitar at first um and then building on top of that because that's like the base of the song that's how I wrote it I like to kind of do it in the order of how how the song was written I guess but yeah I do want to get more into like doing the bass first and then building on top of that because I think I could do some cool stuff with that but anyways yeah <laughs> have you been doing live performances at all I have, yes. Um, I haven't performed live as much as I've wanted to, but um, I have played at the Velour a few times. Um, I played at the Buzzards and Bees Festival, um, which was pretty recently. Um, but, I mean, I just turned 21, so I'm able. that opens me up to a lot more venues <laughs> now, um, which I'm really excited for, but... I haven't been able to play out as much as I wanted to. I've also played up in Park City at like this little like mountain town music thing, but other than that, uh, I haven't really played many as many places as as I want to. A lot of places do look for bands; they prefer bands rather than just solo artists, which makes sense. Like if you want to attract a crowd that like can boogie <laughs> boogie down and stuff, like I don't think solo solo artists can really do that. But unless, I mean, it depends on who, but my music isn't really, isn't really the kind of music that I think people want to dance to. And I do want, I do want to make music that people want to dance to. Maybe that, maybe that will come in the future, but anyways. Like you mentioned, like you, you're saying it's more challenging to get uh, gigs as a solo artist. Have you thought about like getting a band to accompany you or any other uh, like strategies to like help overcome that challenge? I have, yes. I, I've reached out to a few people um the only thing is um getting to the age where a lot of people have really confl conflicting schedules um a lot of people I work with too or I've worked with in the past um I feel bad to be like hey like come accompany my music and not be able to like pay them a decent amount like that they deserve um either that or not, like, have them be able to play the music that they really want to play, because I, I think I just need to find people that really enjoy playing the same kind of music that I do, or kind of just 
experimenting, really enjoy experimenting. Um, I know a lot of musicians are kind of, they, they like to do a lot of things all over the place, but at the same time, I have met a lot of like close-minded people and that don't really prefer to play certain genres, and I just need to meet some more people that that can do that. I have met one person, but they also don't really want to play live, so <laughs> that's kind of a kind of a conflict there, but anyways, yeah, I, it's just all with time. I don't want to, like, force anything, um, and most musicians that I've also met have already have bands that they're playing in, and, you know, time is a problem with, with that, so, <laughs> um, yeah, but hopefully soon I can find some other people to play with. I really do want to find find that, but I also want to, like, I don't want to make people if they aren't comfortable with writing it, I feel like I should be writing all the accompaniments and I feel like that would take a ton of time. Um, but I don't know. <laughs> Anyways. So you are a kind of multi-talented artist. You know, you mentioned you were learning the drums earlier. Um, you play bass and guitar and you do the vocals. So, so do you pretty much do record every part of the uh, instrumental? Um, most, well, for, for the most part, yes. Um, when I first recorded my first album, I hadn't learned drums yet. Um, I was really only playing like bass and guitar at the time and a little bit of keys. So, um, I kind of got some help with that, um, from my old bandmates. I used to have this old band that was like a cover band. Um, we made a few songs together, but, um, yeah, they kind of helped me out a bit with that. Um, just because I wasn't really, wasn't really as, um, I didn't, I, I hadn't had enough practice at the time with all the other instrumentation, but maybe in the future I'd be comfortable, learn, like, playing those parts by myself for, like, all the production, but as of right now, probably not. <laughs> There's a learning curve. <laughs> yeah, yeah, there is a learning curve for sure, but. Are you planning on adding any other sounds to your music? Um, I I was thinking about adding a lot of like weird I really want to add like some really cool like synth stuff to my music, but um I'd have to like experiment with that of course. Um I have a lot of different things that I want to do and I don't I don't know if they'll all fit together in the same certain thing, so um I don't know. I'm kind of very chaotic with my process of music, but I wouldn't prefer it any other way. Um, I feel like that's what makes it so fun. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't. I, I yeah, I definitely, definitely would add synth if I could. But do you have any uh any like people you've worked with that you want to shout out, or like any experiences, um, you know, playing shows that you want to like highlight that um, have impacted you? Have impacted me. Um, I. Do I do have a friend in the industry that's very just a very kind individual and um his name is Jacob Westfall and every time he comes to Salt Lake City he's like, Hey, like do you wanna open for me? And it's very, very sweet and just such a genuine, genuine person. Um and same with uh I went to Nashville a year year ago year and a half, I, I forget, um, but I worked with some producers at, at Blackbird Studios, and I was very, I, I just really appreciated their appreciation for music so much. It was, it was not about, like, anything else for them, and even working with 
with me, they're so used to working with people that are like very like big names and um it was just it was really cool to work with people that you could tell just appreciated music and weren't about um any sort of other like commercial aspect of it because that's honestly my least favorite part is like oh let's uh we got to market this now <laughs> like like that's that's probably my least favorite part and just seeing seeing people be more about the music is is my probably my favorite thing people that I've worked with that I could really feel that coming from um yeah so you mentioned you don't like sellouts like who do you think is the biggest sellout right now in the music industry the thing is it's hard because I feel like a lot of influence from artists that are sellouts it's like I feel like there's a lot of influence from management that's involved in that and it's not necessarily them wanting that um I don't really have like any off the top of my head I would say um I don't know I'd say I for some reason the only person that comes to mind is like Oliver Tree for some reason I know it's I don't know if that's like controversial but <laughs> but yeah <laughs> yeah definitely but yeah I would say I I definitely have to think about that more but that's a very good question I really like that question but yeah, I'm um, trying to throw in some goofy ones yeah but, um, yeah Oliver Tree is a good answer it's yeah. definitely it's definitely hard nowadays because uh everything with online it's it's very oversaturated um and it's all based on like likes and views and all this other stuff and it's not really it doesn't really feel like it's about the music anymore and that's what makes me kind of sad about it but at the same time I know that's like I can't just like sit here and let that control because I, I know that there's people out there that are still about the music you know just gotta find them um, anyways, stop laughing on and on. But <laughs> hard, hard to do things without like that social media outreach. Yeah. Nowadays. <laughs> yeah, totally, totally. What are your favorite like strategies for like distract, like putting that noise aside and just focusing on the music? Because I know it can be like overwhelming. It can be overwhelming for sure. I honestly, I'll be honest. I, I don't really. I kind of. I, I ignore it pretty well, especially when it's um, the only the only thing is if I have people like telling me all the time like oh you need to do this you need to do that so then these people do that and that <laughs> I don't know I I find myself like not even focusing on that at all um, like any time of day I'm honestly really bad at marketing myself and I honestly don't really care that much about it but. Um, <laughs> But I don't know. I I usually get away from that by just just focusing on the music part and just playing just playing what I want to play. You know, like just messing around. Even if it sounds like absolute crap, <laughs> like if I accidentally play something that's like sounds like crap, it doesn't matter. <laughs> I don't know. But <laughs> what do you like to do to get in like the state of mind to like focus on your music? I just like to. If I'm going to get into the headspace of of that, I mean, I, I'm very privileged and lucky enough to have a soundproof space in my downstairs. Um, so I'll find myself just going down there and just starting to jam on my guitar and play, like, whatever, or, or it doesn't have to be guitar, like, keys, any, anything, anything. I'll just start to play something, and even if it's something that's just like a cover, um, 
it'll like remind me of something and then I'll like start to build off of something else and then I'll like my mind just goes into this mode of like if I if I start to write a song just like it will just come out of the blue it's not like oh I'm gonna sit down and write a song now it's just like oh let me sit down and jam and if I find something cool let me work with it um it kind of just becomes like my entire headspace just focuses on that <laughs> I don't know I just go into the mode of like complete hyper focus and then I'll stay in there for like three hours and then and then and I'm like what that, that I thought that was only an hour and then I, I don't know I'm, I'm gonna stop laughing but yeah have I don't know you, if that answers your question have you ever like been in that state of mind of where you're super focused and then later you just completely forget about it oh yeah so many times so many times I have so many in my notes on my phone I have so many like random pieces of music that like I was working on and then if I don't see it again I won't remember it unless it's something that I've worked on for multiple days at a time um it's a very weird process but it's sometimes it's really fun to like go through my notes and see see like what I've come up with and kind of try to remember um, but most of the time I don't, don't really remember. Sometimes I'll just, like, start from scratch. Um, but yeah, I probably have, like, a lot of songs that are just, like, a verse or two and, and haven't really, haven't really looked back on them, but it's a cool question. Nice. <laughs> I think we are about out of time in the studio today, but before we wrap up, like, is there any other, you know, shout-outs or anything you want to leave our listeners with? Um, not really. I guess I'd just say, um... Keep enjoying the music that you like, um, and if you want to play music, do it. It's it's very fun and very therapeutic, um, and it opens you up so much, so many artistic possibilities. My opinion, but anyways, thank you, thank you for having me on here. <laughs> of course. Well, thank you for listening to our conversation with Talua. Make sure to follow her on Instagram and stay tuned for future music. Wasting it all on you, trying so hard to find a life that ain't ours. But I'm wishing that you're holding me in your arms. Felt so warm, should have paid attention to all the alarms. But no.
Say.